today on Broadway for Wednesday, February 20th, 2019. I am Broadway World's Matt Tiamanini. And I am Broadway star James Marino. Uh, sorry, James, I'm distracted here. I'm watching the heads up final table for the U.S. Poker Open event number six, $25,000 PLO uh, event. Stephen Chidwick is mounting a massive comeback against El Jefe Ch- uh, Carrie Katz. It's fascinating. Uh, so let's get through this so I can uh, see who ends up winning this uh uh, this this tournament because uh, it's, it's been a good one. The 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 winner will take home three hundred fifty one thousand dollars. So I've got watching to do tonight. If they if they turn snooker into a Broadway show, why not turn some sort of uh, poker thing into a Broadway show? Hey man, Rounders the musical. Let's go. Definitely, man. You know, and uh, there's a lot of the uh, Hollywood boys, the, uh, the, mm-hmm. the the new brat pack that like the poker. You know, yeah, they, well, they, and- they'd sell a few tickets. Yeah, your uh, your boy Joshua Molina was the creator yeah, and right. executive producer yeah. of the Celebrity Poker on Bravo many many moons ago. That's right. All right, all right. So uh, first up in the news, Oklahoma Revival reconfirms the Broadway cast. Yeah, yesterday, exactly one month before Broadway performances begin at the Circle in the Square Theater, the Daniel Fish directed revival of Oklahoma! Exclamation point. Got to keep with the mm-hmm. tradition of pronouncing punctuation there. Uh, announced its Broadway cast, and it looks very much like the cast from St. Anne's Sexy Oklahoma. Again, the show will feature Damon Duano as Curly, Rebecca Naomi Jones as Lori, Patrick Vale as Judd, the great Mary Testa as Aunt Eller, Ali Stroker as Ada Wanny, James Davis as Will Parker, and Mallory Portno, uh, Portnoy. Mallory Portnoy, why is that so hard to say? Uh, as Gertie Cummings, we will have the complete cast list in the show notes, which is almost the entire cast from St. Anne's. The only change in the cast came in the role of Ali Hakim. Will Brill, great name, uh, I'm sure that's not his given name, though, uh, but Will Brill, who played Ed in the most recent Broadway revival of You Can't Take It With You, and the, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel's brother, Noah, on The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Uh, he will play Ali Hakim, and he replaces Michael Nathanson, who played the role in Brooklyn. I'm not exactly sure what um, what the, the thing is there, but Nathanson, I know, is currently on a Disney cruise, uh, part of a Marvel cruise, because he is a cast member of Netflix's uh, uh, TV show, The Punisher. So maybe he has some sort of TV commitments that won't allow him to transfer. But the entire rest of the cast is the same. And performances of the show will begin on March 19th with an opening on April 7th and a limited run scheduled through September 1st. They are uh, cutting it a little close, James, in both the cast announcement and getting a marquee up. Uh, but at least in terms of casting, if you're going to keep almost the entire company, rehearsals shouldn't be too tough. So uh, we haven't talked about this, but uh, Netflix had a few cancellations yesterday or day before that. um, uh, Does this play into what's happened with uh, Nathanson? Um, I'm not sure. Uh, they for a while there, nothing got canceled on Netflix because they were just looking to build up their yeah uh, their library. But they have. Yeah, they have been canceling things uh, a bit more recently. I, I'll be honest with you. They've canceled a lot of the, the Marvel shows. I don't know if The Punisher has been canceled or picked up for a third season or not. Uh, but, um, oh, who is it? Someone, a Broadway person plays The Punisher's wife in flashbacks because she's, spoiler alert, dead. Uh, it's um, <laughs> Oh, I can't remember her name. I can see it. it's Jared Spector's wife. Um, I can't think of her name. Uh, but anyway, that's yeah, good. Good Broadway folks. Any TV show that shoots in New York, you're bound to find a Broadway person or two. 
Yeah, you got to get Mallory's... Uh, Kelly Barrett. Oh, you Kelly Barrett. That's right, yeah. You got to get Mallory's uh, name correct, or otherwise we'll have a lot of Portnoy's complaints. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Whatever. Right, yeah. All right, what happened in last week's Broadway Grosses? Well, it looks like Broadway got a couple of bumps last week, first from the two new shows to join the boards and from the President's Day holiday weekend. Overall, Broadway picked up 10.3% week over week to come in at $30,511,551, with the average ticket price clocking in at $120.84. The two new shows were, of course, Roundabout's Kiss Me Kate, which grossed about $376,000 over four performances to come in at 78.4% of its gross potential. The other new show was Be More Chill, and despite rumors of shockingly short rush lines and lots of discounts and papering, the new musical broke a bit of an odd Lyceum Theater record for a seven-show week, bringing in $738,384, or 92.5% of its gross potential. Again, it, it's a seven-show week, so there's probably not a ton of seven-show weeks uh, in Lyceum history, but obviously there's more than a few. Uh, but obviously, James, the first week or first partial week of previews won't tell the full story for either show. Um but not terrible for either thus far, especially Be More Chill. Be More Chill will be interesting to see after that rush of the diehard fans that we know that the show has, whether it has staying power, whereas Kiss Me Kate, with most um, subscription not-for-profit houses, those attendances usually go up after previews are over. So they're, they're kind of on a little bit different trajectories here with those two shows. But last week's bigger week-over-week -week decliner was Hamilton, but that, that was in part, if not completely, thanks to an Eduham performance at the Wednesday matinee. Despite the 161K dip, the show was still shocking the top grocer, even though it was 52999 bucks short of $3 million. It was joined above $2 million by Cursed Child, with The Lion King very close to joining that club as well. Also above seven figures, they were joined by Wicked, To Kill a Mockingbird, Aladdin, Mean Girls, Dear Evan Hansen, Frozen, The Book of Mormon, Network, and Come From Away. Of course, Network, again, only does seven performance weeks. The Prom was the lowest grossing non-nonprofit show, coming in at $581,462. That was a more than $53,000 increase over the previous week, but it was still at just 52.2% of its gross potential, despite the house being over 87% full, leading you to think that they are still heavily discounting the house. The other shows that we are keeping an eye on are Waitress, which dipped $27,000 to $674,000, and Beautiful, which actually picked up $31,602 to come in at $714,000. So, James, a good week overall, as 21 of Broadway's returning 27 shows, not counting those two new ones, uh, saw weekly numbers in the black, and more shows will be joining the boards over the next few weeks and months, so it'll be interesting to see how the longer-running shows do with new competition well it's an ever-expanding pie i think that the uh the longer running shows uh that are doing really well are going to continue to do well uh and we have uh some folks that are gonna be, we're going to be saying goodbye to soon so uh i i think that um it's going to be very interesting as you mentioned for the uh the competition because we have a lot of really good stuff a uh, lot of stuff that is highly anticipated kiss me kate is so highly anticipated as is be more chill so um it doesn't it doesn't 
feel like a February here. It feels like we're already off to the races. Yep, absolutely. What do we have in the recommendation section? Okay, so I we've talked about Ariana Grande before, and and I'm I, I don't have any particular strong feelings uh, about her, although I did become a fan of her as a person with how she handled uh, the the terrorist attack at her event a couple years ago over in Europe. But this makes her even so much more endearing to me because this past weekend she hosted a sing along party, not with just some random big Hollywood friends. But with her co-stars from 13, the musical, her Broadway debut, the Jason Robert Brown show, um, she posted a ton of pictures on Instagram. She was duetting with her uh, original co-star, the Evan Goldman, Graham Phillips, who apparently, according to BuzzFeed, they dated at one point. Um, and then her BFF, Elizabeth Gillies, um, she duetted with with her. She sang a little Wicked, sang a little uh, Take Me or Leave Me with Elizabeth um, and some some other folks. So, uh, you know, I love to see these big stars who start on Broadway kind of give back to their Broadway roots. She later went on to tweet that she is so grateful for everything she's gotten from pop music, but she is unimaginably happy and at home when she's singing musical theater. So at some point after she gets a good diction coach, hopefully she comes back to Broadway <laughs> soon and uh, we can have her back because uh, she is super talented. And the more I learn about how she's handled fame, the more, the more I enjoy her again, as I've admitted many times, pop music is not my uh, area of expertise, but just as a person, I think she's dealt with a lot in her young life. And I think she's dealt with it uh, pretty well. So also talking about dealing with things pretty well, uh, in a very different way, obviously, we got highlights of the one night only staged concert of the Scarlet Pimpernel featuring Norm Lewis, Tony Yazbek, uh, Laura Osnes, and many, many more. Um, I, it, it, it was great, James. I, I, I've watched these clips and it's just so fun. And I know that the show's composer, uh, Frank Wildhorn, has talked. He actually said in an interview with my colleague, Richie Ridge, he said that he's hoping that the right people were in the audience on Monday night so that hopefully they can help determine the next step for this show. So him and the book writer and lyricist Nan Knighton are very much looking to find, I don't know, a home for Scarlet Pimpernel I don't know, 5.0 or 6.0 or whatever we're on now. But um, I heard great things about the show other than a few sound issues. But, um, you know, we got highlights in it for now until there's a revival of some sort somewhere. That's the best we got. Yeah. I mean, writers, <laughs> <laughs> writers are always hopeful in that way. Uh, you know, Especially Frank. Yeah. You know, uh, Frank can... Uh, Frank, you know, has had a lot of opportunity to produce, um, produce his works and hopefully, uh, Pimpernel does find a place. I, I mean, it was, it, the word of mouth on this, uh, MCP was very good. Uh, I enjoyed Pimpernel when it was on Broadway, but you know, Same. I, I, maybe it's not a, not something that is meant to run long for long periods of time on Broadway. Well, I mean, if you remember two years ago, an, another MCP concert had great reviews and it, in fact, eventually announced a Broadway run, which we still haven't seen. And that was crazy for you. Coincidentally, also starring Laura Osnes and Tony Asbeck. Um, we have still not seen crazy for you 
anywhere. Uh, it was supposed to go to L.A. That didn't happen. They canceled it, said it was coming to Broadway. That hasn't happened either. So there's a reason that these shows are one night only. It's because you have um, super busy people are part of them. And if it's one night only, you don't have to get a lot of investment money to do that. You can pretty much take care of it. Um, and I think that's where the issue is probably with uh, Crazy for You. And I would imagine with Scarlett Pimpernel finding people to back money for a Frank Wildhorn musical in this day and age, it's probably getting more and more difficult. I don't remember. Was uh, Secret Garden also MCP? It was, but that was not in connection with the um the one that announced uh oh okay. broadway intentions there there might have been some of the people money behind it but it, the people who were in that tour and everything that led up to it were not the same folks that were involved in the concert at mcp three four years ago now well look in the showing casting news who is showing up again <laughs> you can't get rid of him he's like, like a rent. bad bad penny <laughs> yeah. Well, or, 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 yeah. Anyway. Uh, yes. Yesterday, Pretty Woman announced that they were welcoming back Adam Pascal for just five shows this week. This is the weirdest damn thing. Uh, just from Tuesday through Friday, Pascal previously covered Andy Carl's vacation. And I would assume, James, that since this is just for the weekday performances, Tuesday through Friday, uh, I would imagine Andy's shooting something, um, filming something, probably a pilot since that's, it's that season. And like we talked about earlier, TV shows in New York um, are shooting uh, since he's not doing any weekend shows. That would be my guess as to what this is. But if you remember when they originally announced that Adam was stepping into the role for the first time, I surmised that you don't bring in somebody of Andy or of Adam Pascal's stature to just cover a week of shows when you probably have an understudy already. Um, I would think that that means that he is either going to be the Edward replacement on Broadway or go out and lead um, a, a presumable tour. Um, and I think this fact that they're bringing him in and he lives in L.A., so bringing him in for five shows probably only reinforces that assumption. And finally, yesterday, Hamilton announced that Austin Scott would be the Broadway production's new leading man, having played the role previously on tour. He takes over after Michael Duwaye ended his run on Sunday. James, I don't know if you saw it, but um, folks the video? posted video yeah, yeah. Of, of Michael's final curtain call. So they did the normal curtain call. Everybody in the cast stepped back, let him have a bow on his own. And then rather than just saying thank you and walking off stage, he went through and I'm getting emotional just talking about it. He went through and hugged every single company member and tried to hug, gave a nice hand hug um, with the music director conductor. Um, I don't know who it was, but it was very emotional, clearly meant a lot to him and uh, was definitely a, a pretty emotional thing. I've did not get to see Michael in the, in the role. One time I went when he was Hamilton, he was out. So um, I had the alternate, but I've heard just stunning things about him from when he was on tour and on Broadway. So I'm optimistic to see uh, uh, that. Hopefully I'll get to see him in some role uh, coming up soon. Hopefully he's got something lined up next that we'll all be able to learn about here pretty soon. Yeah, that's uh, that was quite a video I, I watched uh, of his final curtain call. And uh, if you have any um, interest in breaking out the tissues and shedding a few tears. Definitely do watch that. Adam Pascal, I, I it's weird, man. When it went, I, you know, this whole Pretty Women thing is screwing up my plans for him coming back in an Aida revival. You know, <laughs> as as Rodimus or as uh, as Rodimus' father. It's a oh, one man okay. show. I mean, it's he could play Rodimus' father yeah. at this point. I think I saw Mickey Dolan. Did I see, did I see Mickey Dolan's in that role? Oh my goodness gracious! Really? I think I, I did. I think I did. Oh, 
Wow. I, I can't even imagine. <laughs> I, think, I think I did. I don't remember that at all. I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure I saw a monkey in that role. <laughs> all I right. I think it was him. Hey, hey, we're the monkeys. And take the last train to Clarksville and <laughs> yes, meet me at the station. And I'll be a daydream reliever, but why don't you get us oh. out of here? Wow. That was all off the top of your head, unprepared. I am frightened beyond belief at this point but but yes thank you for listening to today on broadway follow us on facebook and twitter at broadway radio you can find me on twitter and instagram at bww matt and my name is james marino from broadwayradio.com and broadwaystars.com little known fact about me is that i did uh karaoke monkeys and put me mostly through college thanks for spending (laughs) some of your wednesday with us and matt and i'll be back and talk with you tomorrow Well, things have changed quite a bit in State College, haven't they? (laughs) 